This is the Good News Station, WCNO, Palm City. Good News in Shoes. I can know the covenant that I have with God. I can know the direction I need to go on my journey. I can know how to listen to the voice of God when He tells me where to go. Tune in Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. and 11 p.m. for The Revealing Truth with Pastor Jason Bumgarner on WCNO. The Revealing Truth radio broadcast thanks Ed Meyer Century 21 All Professional for their underwriting support. Hi, this is Ed Myers, Realtor with Century 21 All Professional and member of the National Association of Realtors. Whether you are buying, selling, or renting a home, understanding the market can be essential. I'm a Century 21 top producer, recipient of the Century 21 Presidential Award, Century 21 Centurion Award, and Quality Service Pinnacle Award. I proudly served the United States Marine Corps, and now I'm specializing in serving the Port St. Lucie, Stewart, Fort Pierce, West Palm Beach, and surrounding areas of the Treasure Coast. Real estate is the key to building long-term wealth. Whether you're looking to buy, sell, or rent a home, a first-time home buyer, or an investor, letting an experienced professional with a proven track record can make all the difference. I would love the opportunity to help you. You can reach me by phone or text at 772-342-0047. Again, that number is 772-342-0047. Navigating the real estate market today can get a little crazy. Ozzy Carbonell of Century 21 Silva & Associates is here to help. Today on the Treasure Coast, the housing market is back in full force. There is a number of financing and home buyer programs. Understanding and incorporating the right program can be essential when purchasing real estate. It can also be very time consuming and painstaking. In short, the complexities of purchasing a home in today's market can be like riding on a crazy train. Home buying doesn't have to be crazy. Ozzy Carbonell of Century 21 Silva & Associates can help you qualify for up to $15,000 in down payment assistance. Find out how by contacting Ozzy Carbonell at 772-340-6076. Again, that number is 772-340-6076. Se habla español. Good morning. I'm Pastor Bob Tarvis, your host for the Revealing Truth radio broadcast. I want to invite you to listen in today as Pastor Jason Baumgartner takes us on a journey through God's Word that will reveal truths for our lives. John 8.32 says, And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. Grab a pen and take some notes, and let the Holy Spirit reveal the Father's heart to you. The Master comes to three people. And he gives them talents. One is given five, one, one is given ten, one is given five, and one is given and one is given five, and one is given two, and one is given one. Five, two, and one. Praise the Lord. Amen. The Bible says after he gives them to the individuals, the master comes back after some time has passed to check on and see how they done. He come to the guy that he had gave the five to, and he said, How'd you do? He said, I took the five and I made it ten. He said, ooh, I like the way you do business. But watch the wording that he uses. Well done, 
enter into the joy of your master. Enter into the joy of your master. He comes to the second one that he gave two talents to, and he said, what would you do with yours? He said, I took two, and I made four. And he looks at him, and he says, well done. Enter into the joy or the pleasure of your master. He comes to the guy that he gave one talent to, and he says, what would you do with your one? And the guy says to him, he said, well, I judged you or I perceived you to be a hard, cruel taskmaster. So I took the one that you gave me and I buried it and I still got it to give it back to you because I was so afraid I'd lose it. And Jesus said to him, you wicked, lazy slave. Come on, amen. You wicked, lazy slave. In other words, watch this. His judgment wasn't just because he was lazy. Come on, amen. His judgment was because he did not perceive who his father was. He told the other guys, he said, enter into the joy of your master. They perceived that he was a master that had joy. The third guy never perceived it. He perceived him to be cruel, hard, and mean. And he said, you're wicked because you don't even know who I am. Come on, somebody. Amen. Because how many of you know your father in heaven is not a wicked, cruel taskmaster? God's not trying to snuff you out and punish you. God's not mad at you. He's not trying to do you in. He's not trying to run your life down. It's not who he is. He's a good God. Amen. And if you misrepresent God, this is where preachers need to be very careful. If you get up and preach that God's out to get somebody, you be very careful because you are misrepresenting your Father in heaven. And I don't want to be you when the Father God looks at you and says, you wicked, lazy servant. Why are you trying to scare the hell out of people? I'm a good God. You don't need to scare the hell out of them. I came here with good things. Praise the Lord. I wonder how many times we've served God because we believed he was mean. I wonder how many people have gotten saved because they've been afraid they're going to go to hell. I wonder how many people sit in churches all around this world today and they've been so intimidated by preachers that they felt like the only way they can have a life is to believe that God was out to get them and they had to do everything they could to please God or they weren't going to go to heaven. Hmm? And then they miss out on years of pleasure, years of fun, years of joy, afraid that somehow they'll disappoint their father in heaven. Come on, huh? Instead of risking everything and going after God for everything they got. Praise the Lord. I can't even think about how many millions of people have missed life here on earth completely because they were intimidated by the church. Come on, he's a happy God. He's a ha- you ain't going to hear this preached everywhere, so you might as well just like it. He's a happy God. Luke 15 tells a story of a man that had 100 sheep, and one of them ran off. So he leaves the 99 to go after the one, and when he brings them back, he makes this statement. There is rejoicing in heaven. In other words, there's great joy in heaven. Somebody say that with me. There's great joy in heaven. If you ever had any doubt about what's happening in heaven, let me help you. There is great joy in heaven. I tell people this all the time. Heaven ain't upset today. But people still live their life like they got to try to please a mad God. Praise the Lord. Amen. The Bible says when one sinner repents, 
There's so much rejoicing in the presence of angels. Why do you think the angels are rejoicing? Because there's great joy in heaven. In other words, there's great joy on the throne because he's the source of joy. All joy flows from the throne. That means that joy is happening in heaven. That means that every time somebody, every time somebody comes into the kingdom of God, they throw in a party in heaven. There's great joy in heaven. Somebody's on the throne rejoicing today. See, if we want to act like God, then you've got to learn how to rejoice. Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. It don't say rejoice in the Lord sometimes, and then maybe rejoice later. It doesn't say rejoice in the Lord when everything's going great, but don't rejoice when everything don't look good. It says rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. So how many know if the one on the throne is constantly rejoicing, then that means that all the angels are rejoicing, all of heaven is rejoicing, and if the joy that we possess comes down from the throne, then you got every reason to be rejoicing all day long. Praise the Lord. When you repent, He rejoices. When you sing, He rejoices. When you dance, He rejoices. Praise the Lord. In fact, He's up on His throne applauding you today. So I don't know if God be applauding me with everything I got going on. No, He does. Because He don't see you the way you see yourself. He sees you through the blood of Jesus. And He's rejoicing. Praise the Lord. Mm. Can you imagine that? All the millions of people that get saved every day. All the millions of people that repent every day. All the millions of people that pray to Jesus every day. All the hundreds of millions of people that worship Jesus all week long. Let me tell you something. He is rejoicing. Heaven is full of rejoicing. That's why He's a happy God. And not a sad God. Hallelujah. Hmm? I just I think that celebration song plays in heaven nonstop. There's a party going on right here. A celebration to last not throughout the year but forever. We'll have to change the lyrics a little bit. Praise the Lord. Amen. Somebody praise the Lord this morning. Number two, the joy of the Lord is your sustainer in trials. The joy of the Lord is your sustainer in trials. Hebrews 12, 12, 12, 12 says, Jesus, for the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross and despised the shame. What was it that got him through the time when they laid his arms out on the cross and drove nails through his wrist and through his feet. What was it that pulled him through the anguish? What was it that pulled him through the pain of a cat of nine tails filleting his back open and ripping the flesh from his bone? What was it that got him through the time when they shoved the crown of thorns full of poison down on top of his head and his, his face swelled up like a pumpkin? What was it that got him through the ridicule and the shame of the people mocking him? It was the joy, the joy that he saw on the other side of the cross. It was you and I sitting in this room today completely redeemed and made righteous today because of what he did. That ought to tell you right there it's not about what you do or what you don't do. It's about what he has done. He saw the joy of his people being made whole. How dare you try to make yourself unwhole? You can't do it. Hmm? If you got kids, you can't disown them. They're still your kids. I was created in the image of God. That means if he's got kids, we can't disown him. 
Try if you want to, but you belong to him. Praise the Lord. Amen. Hmm? Listen to me. The one thing, the one thing that the enemy wants to do is to get joy out of your life. Because joy is strength. Amen. If he can steal your joy, he can steal your stuff. Hmm? If he can steal your joy, he can go after everything else. Praise the Lord. Amen. Isaiah said it this way. He said, with joy, we draw waters from the wells of salvation. Well, salvation represents a picture of everything you need in your life. It's just not salvation from sin. It's salvation from everything that pertains to a life of godliness. Because God brings us into, into a, a salvation that manifests in our life every day. We call it work it out. We call it sanctification. It's being saved every day in the second person of who we are. How many know you are saved, you're being saved, and you will be saved? Come on, somebody. That means when you got born again, your spirit man was made brand new. You're a born again spirit. You're not dead anymore. You're alive. But in the soulless realm, in your mind, in your will, in your emotions, how many know salvation manifests every day? That's Romans 12, 1 and 2. Be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. Come on, somebody. That means you got to renew your mind every day. You got to work salvation out every day. You got to let it have its way. You got to walk in faith every day. And then he said, You will be saved. That means when you lose this body, you won't get a new one one day. This body is equipped to operate on earth. It ain't equipped to operate in heaven. That means when you go to heaven, you got to get a new body. You got to get an upgrade. Somebody say, I need an upgrade. Some of us need one more than others. Praise the Lord. Well, come on, amen. Joy. Hallelujah. Waters from the well of salvation. So that means that God gives us everything we need from the well of salvation. But here's the thing. The bucket that you use to get the stuff up out of the well is called joy. If you ain't got no joy, you can't get down in the well to get what you need from the waters of salvation for your life. You can't access the waters of salvation if you're mad. You can't access the waters of salvation if you're upset. You can't access the waters of salvation if you're discouraged. You can't access the waters of salvation if you're depressed. You can't access the waters of salvation if you're blaming God for everything in your life. The only way to access the waters of salvation, the well of salvation, is with a bucket of joy. you got to get the container of joy and then dip it down in the well and pull up what you need for your life. Come on, amen. Huh? I mean, you can't exercise faith and be mad. Oh. Huh? Faith can't even operate in your life if you ain't got no joy. All these faith preachers mad all the time. Let me help you right now. You can be in faith all you want to, but if you're mad about it, it ain't happening. That's why I like Jesse Duplantis, because that dude is happy all the time. That guy gets all kinds of crazy miracles. I used to wonder, how does his faith work better than all these other faith preachers? And then it dawned on me, he's always laughing. Always. These other faith preachers look like they're constipated. I'm telling you right now, get in faith. Faith, 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 faith. What are you mad about? Jesse Duplantis up there. I'll talk to you about faith today. Faith today. Praise the Lord. I was telling Kathy the other day. I told Kathy the other day, Kathy, I want a cobalt blue Corvette. You know what the Lord did? He gave me a cobalt blue Corvette. I want that bucket of joy. Come on, somebody. It don't matter what happens in my life. I serve a happy God. 
So I got every reason to be happy. I'm one of his kids. And I ought to have joy. I ought to be happy. Somebody say brighten up. Number three. I'm having fun today, I think. Number three, joy is lost when we get distracted. Joy is lost when we get distracted. That's how he comes and steals your bucket. He'll take your bucket when you ain't prepared for it because you're distracted with everything else going on in your life. Amen? How many know Adam and Eve lived in a perfect environment? Full of joy, full of happiness, full of peace. Come on, amen. But when they got distracted and their attention got diverted, they lost access to the perfect environment that they lived in. Amen. They lost a sense of peace that came with it. They lost a sense of joy that came with it. They lost a sense of love that came with it. And they began to encounter everything that worked against them in their life when they got distracted. Come on, huh? Romans 14, 17 says this, For the kingdom of God... Y'all going to love this one now. Don't get up and run out to church. Go ahead and put your seatbelt on right now. We're about to experience some turbulence. Go ahead, touch your neighbor. So we're about to experience some turbulence. Put your tray in the upright position and your seat up. You ready? Romans 14, 17 says, For the kingdom of God is not eating and drinking, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. For the kingdom of God is not eating and drinking, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. Now here, let me, let me tell you this. Let me give you the context of what's happening here. This letter was written by the Apostle Paul to a church that was in Rome. The people that went to the church in the Rome, he called them Romans. He wasn't writing it to all the Romans. He was writing it to the Christian Romans that went to the church in Rome. This letter was not written to Caesar. It was written to church folk. Come on, amen. And in this letter, Paul is dealing with a problem that keeps coming up in the church. And it's one of the same problems that we keep dealing with today. Come on, huh? He's talking about two kinds of saints, two kinds of people. Weak saints, strong saints. Everybody with me? Weak saints. Strong saints. He mentions weaker brothers and stronger brothers. Now listen, don't let this go to anybody's head before you start thinking you're one kind of saint or another kind of saint. Let me just help you right now. Both of them are wrong. If you identify as a weak saint, you're wrong. If you identify as a strong saint, you're wrong. He was making the point to show how they were both wrong. Because what's, what's happening here is there's this group of weaker brothers that their conscience will not allow them to do, eat certain things, and drink certain things because they're a Christian. We're just going to use the two most common things, okay? Bacon and beer. Everybody say bacon and beer. Hmm? And because they thought it was wrong for you to eat bacon, pork product, to have a ham on Christmas, biscuits and gravy and sausage, you would violate the law. They felt like because that was wrong to have bacon and beer, they were trying to make sure that everybody else in the church had to live within the boundaries that they believed made holy. Come on, Amen. And then you had the stronger brothers that were like, I'm free, man. I'm going to eat all the bacon and drink all the beer I want to because God set me free. 
I ain't bound. And don't bind me up anymore. I got free from the law. It's party time. I'm going to eat some bacon and some sausage and some ham. And I'm going to have a pork chop too. And I'm going to wash it down with a cold brew. Praise the Lord. I'm washed in the blood. I'm the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Bacon and good beer, baby. Now, before you go off the, the hinge on me, just hang in there with me now. That's what they were arguing over. Eating and drinking. Bacon and beer. I should do a series called Bacon and Beer. I feel the Holy Ghost. So they're arguing about this. And some of them are saying, you can't eat pork. Pork's not kosher. You can't eat that meat. It's meat's offered to idols. You can't be drinking wine. You can't be having no beer. You can't do that. That's not holy. It's not in our dietary laws. And the other brothers were over on the other side saying, eat all the bacon you want. We're going to open up a bacon restaurant and have a, and have a, 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 a help me, a buffet, a bacon buffet. What's that guy's name, that comedian, the bacon guy? He said, you get into the buffet line and you start filling up your plate with all this food and you get to the end and there's a big tray of bacon. It's like a rainbow coming out of it. You look at the bacon and you go, why am I doing with all this worthless food on my plate? Right? Bacon. I don't know why I wanted to say that. I just thought that was funny. Is this all right? I know this is way beyond baby Jesus laying in the manger for Christmas. Here's what the Spirit of God says. As long as you keep trying to decipher the levels of joy in your life based on what you can or cannot do, the distractions will drop you from the very thing I came to do in you. Those things will distract you from your joy. And you need your joy to fight the good fight. Come on, amen. Because the kingdom of God is not about eating bacon and drinking beer. It's about righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. Amen. If you can eat bacon, go for it. If you don't want to eat no bacon, don't eat it. If you can drink a beer, go for it. If you don't want to drink a beer, don't drink a beer. It ain't got nothing to do with nobody else because the kingdom of God is not about eating and drinking. It's about righteousness, joy, and peace in the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Come on, amen. This is what he said. He said this. He said, he who knew no sin became sinful that I might become the righteousness of God through Christ Jesus. I can't buy it. I can't earn it. I can't get rid of it by what I do or what I don't do. It was given to me by the blood of Jesus Christ. I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. It don't matter if you believe it. It don't matter if you judge me. It don't matter if you like me. It don't matter if you condemn me. It don't matter if you praise me. I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. He spilled his blood for me. He made a way for me. He set a plan for me. And because of that plan, I got joy today. And I can stand up here and declare to you today that he is a happy God. Somebody ought to praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Come on, stand to your feet this morning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Somebody say, it's not about bacon. It's not about beer. It's about righteousness and peace. And joy in the Holy Ghost. We're going to wrap peace next next Sunday morning. I think peace, yeah.
peace. Christmas Eve, Sunday morning. Y'all come to church now on Christmas Eve. I didn't. I canceled church on Christmas Day last year. First time I ever did that. We always had church on Christmas Day. Y'all come to church next Sunday on Christmas Eve, man. We're going to pray in this holiday. And then between 6 and 8, um, what's going to happen is come down here anytime between 6 and 8. We're going to have a row of chairs up here. Kim and I want to take communion with you and your family only. So we're going to ask everybody to hang out in the foyer when you come in. We'll have some coffee out there and some snacks. We're going to bring one family in at a time. We're going to receive communion. We're going to pray the Holy Ghost of your family for 2018. We're going to declare the blessing of God and the favor of God on everything that you touch this year. I believe, I felt this in my spirit, I believe that 2018 is the year of the Lord's favor for this house and for your house. I believe breakthrough is coming. Some of you have been standing and believing God for breakthrough in health. You've been believing breakthrough for finances. You've been believing breakthrough for your children. I'm telling you, we will see the reward of the Lord this year. We're about to break out into a whole new level of living, a whole new place, a whole new dimension of understanding. God's going to do things that we've only dreamed about bigger than we ever thought. And I want you to come down here on Christmas Eve night. I want to anoint you and your family with oil, take communion with you, and declare the blessing of the Lord over your life. Anytime between 6 and 8, just roll up into the parking lot. It takes about five minutes. And I'm telling you, I believe God's going to do some incredible things in this house next year. Thank you for joining us today for the Revealing Truth with Pastor Jason Baumgartner. We hope you will tune in again each day, Monday through Friday, right here on WCNO 89.9 FM. To obtain your copy of this week's message, please send your check for $5 for shipping and handling to 3891 Edwards Road, Fort Pierce, Florida, 34981. To pay by phone or simply make a love gift, you can call 772-461-8555. That number again is 772-461-8555. For more exciting information on our church, service times, and directions, you can check us out on the web at igniteyourworld.com. This has been The Revealing Truth with Pastor Jason Baumgartner, and I'm your host, Bob Tarbis. See you next time on The Revealing Truth. Consider a school where children learn to love, where learning is inspired, reading is an adventure, where students have time for creativity, math, and logic, where truth is taught along with history, literature, and technology, where respect is modeled by please and thank you, where innovation and leadership are fostered while planning out college and career paths. This is the future of St. Lucie Christian students. We are now enrolling kindergarten through 12th grade. Full scholarships are still available. Find out more at stlucychristian.org. Navigating the real estate market today can get a little crazy. 
Ozzy Carbonell of Century 21 Silva and Associates is here to help. Today on the Treasure Coast, the housing market is back in full force. There is a number of financing and home buyer programs. Understanding and incorporating the right program can be essential when purchasing real estate. It can also be very time consuming and painstaking. In short, the complexities of purchasing a home in today's market can be like riding on a crazy train. Home buying doesn't have to be crazy. Ozzy Carbonell of Century 21 Silver and Associates can help you qualify for up to $15,000 in down payment assistance. Find out how by contacting Ozzy Carbonell at 772-340-6076. Again, that number is 772-340-6076. Se habla español. Ignite Your World True Church and all its affiliate ministries thanks Destiny Fellowship of Churches and Bishop Tony Miller. Destiny Fellowship exists to serve pastors, local churches, and ministry leaders that make up Destiny Fellowship of Churches. For more information on joining the Destiny Fellowship, go to destinyfellowship.tv.